I'm Sandy Max, and filling in for Steve Scafidi today is Brian Noonan, host of WTMJ Nights. And uh, today is uh, an action-packed day of breaking news. Uh, it was over a year ago now, in June of 2022, that the U.S. Supreme Court issued its decision in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization overturning Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood of Southern Pennsylvania versus Casey, which ended nearly 50 years of a constitutional right to abortion the Wisconsinites and Americans had been used to for mm-hmm. 50 years. And then that has changed. It has, and it is uh, it is changing specifically at Planned Parenthood here in Wisconsin. We are joined now by Tanya Atkinson. She is the president and CEO of Planned Parenthood Wisconsin, and Michelle Velasquez, the director of advocacy and services for Planned Parenthood Wisconsin. Ladies, thanks for taking some time on a busy day to jump on with us. Because you have a big announcement about your Milwaukee and Madison locations. What has the big announcement been today? Well, uh, thank you for having us on. We really appreciate it. Um, We announced this morning that Planned Parenthood of Wisconsin will be resuming abortion services at our Milwaukee and our Madison Health Centers um, beginning Monday. Appointments are open today, and the services will will begin on Monday. And this is critical for the people of Wisconsin who have been without care, as you said, for over a year. What made, what led to this decision to open these clinics on Monday. Hi, this is Michelle Velasquez. Um, So I'll just back up a little bit. Back in summer of 22, as you mentioned, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and Casey versus Planned Parenthood, um, really ending 50 years of precedent of a federal constitutional right to abortion. Um, Planned Parenthood of Wisconsin's position at that time was that Wisconsin, an old Wisconsin law from 1849 um, didn't automatically come back to life when Roe was overturned, but we were really aware that there were folks in this state who believed that it, in fact, had sprung back to life and were very, um, very vocal and public in saying that they would, uh, that they intended to prosecute anyone providing abortion services. So recognizing the sort of uncertainty of the status of that law, um, we had to make the very difficult decision to suspend abortion services. Um, we've also really committed since that time to resuming care um, at any point in time when there was clarification or confirmation that that law was not enforceable. Back in July of this year, uh, July 7th, there was a decision from the circuit court that's hearing the attorney general's lawsuit. Um, and while it's not a final decision, it was a decision denying a motion to dismiss. In its findings and in its ruling, the court uh, was really clear um, that the, the long question, Wisconsin Statute 94004, doesn't prohibit abortions. It doesn't criminalize abortions. Uh, it, it prohibits feticide, which is something different, um, and that there was, in fact, there is, in fact, no abortion ban in Wisconsin. So, um, We've really been looking at that decision and a decision that came out about a month after that, again, an interim one, but that restated that same conclusion. And we've been really working towards resuming services as soon as possible um, once we you know, completed our legal analysis. And so that's, that's how we got to where we are today. And Michelle, what is that distinction between feticide and abortions? 
So the court here, um, you know, relied on a, a prior Wisconsin Supreme Court decision. So the, the Wisconsin Supreme Court um, had heard a case back in 1994. Um, and in that case, the defendant had battered his wife um, just a few days before she was due. And sadly, the, the child passed away. Um, and the court distinguished in that case feticide from abortion, feticide being an, a non-consensual act in which somebody um, does something, batters the, the pregnant person to the point that they lose the, the desired pregnancy. Um, that is different from an abortion in which a person is, um, you know, under all sorts of different circumstances and for all different reasons, all of which are valid, has decided um, with in consultation with a physician to end the pregnancy. So there is a distinguishment between those two things. And this is for Michelle Ortania. The The decision came down in July. You said you've been investigating. Has, is that why it's taken from July until now to finally decide, yes, we are going to reopen in uh, in these two locations and resume these abortion services? Yeah, so it's really two, I would say, two big uh, factors. Um, one certainly is what you referenced, is to um, uh, work with physicians and attorneys and stakeholders um, and really uh, do an incredibly thorough analysis of, um, you know, of the, the legal landscape um, post those, uh, those rulings by, by the judge in Dane County. Um, and secondly, of course, um, as with any medical provider, um, resuming uh, a scope of services we wanted to ensure that we were able to um, resume a full uh, a full scope of services um, and uh, and schedules. So we had to ensure that we had um, uh, enough staff um, to be able to uh, have schedules that would um, uh, accommodate uh, as many people as we could. And Michelle or Tanya, you mentioned that you're already getting appointments scheduled. What kind of numbers do you expect on Monday at each of these locations? It's really, it's really difficult to say um, because the entire landscape of abortion access in the country has changed. Um, the landscape of abortion access in Wisconsin has changed. Um, so uh, the, the crystal ball is, uh, is not there for us, unfortunately. Um, there was a, another um, standalone abortion provider in, um, in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, and that practice is no longer open. Um, and... Uh, the abortion access is so severely restricted across the country. Um, we also don't know if there's going to be uh, need from other states um, coming into Wisconsin. So um, the landscape has changed so vastly, it's really hard for us to say what the what the need is going to be. Well, it, obviously that that's true. You don't know what's coming. We know how divisive this issue is and has been and will continue to be. Now that these two locations are reopening, what kind of precautions are you putting into place? Uh, obviously, you don't want to give away too much, but what's going to be done to protect the the women that are coming in? So the safety and security of our patients and our staff is the top priority of Planned Parenthood of Wisconsin, and um, we have a very um, a very adept and skilled uh, skilled group of individuals who um, focus on that. Um, across the state, so we are, Very good. Um, we are, you know, we, we have folks that are that are there to take care of that. Yeah. What? Remind everybody again. What two facilities are beginning the procedures again on Monday? 
Yeah, thank you for asking. So Planned Parenthood Wisconsin has 22 health centers across the entire state. Um, the two centers that will begin providing um, abortion care on Monday will be um, in Milwaukee. It is the health center on Water Street. And in Madison, um, it's the Madison East Health Center, which is on Oren Road. Was it population that dictated the decision to open these two? And, and do, you, do you expect down the line now for the other 20 centers to open and, or to start um, to restart providing this care for women? Um, so prior to Dobbs, uh, there were only three centers. Uh, Planned Parenthood only had three centers that provided abortion care. The two that the two that I listed, and then one health center in Sheboygan. Um, the other uh, the other 19 health centers provide a very large scope of services. That was the only service that they that they did not provide. Um, and with regard to Sheboygan, we are looking at when we will have enough um, coverage to be able to resume care in Sheboygan. And we're getting questions from some of our WTMJ listeners. Can you clarify at Planned Parenthood, what are the guidelines for performing abortions and how far along will you not do an abortion? Sure. Uh, So we will, um, of course, be providing um, abortion services uh, within the the purview of the law, as we always have. Um, And prior to Dobbs, so really that's the legal framework that we'll be operating under the same one we operated under before we suspended services. Um, the Wisconsin law um, restricts abortion past 20 weeks. Um, there are restrictions on how medication abortion is provided. Um, so, you know, I think it's important for people to know that um, even you know prior to the suspension of abortion services, Wisconsin was considered a, a pretty restrictive state just in terms of the number of um, restrictions and, and barriers there are for people to access care. Um, and so this is a really important first step, and we are really um, just excited to be able to provide this important uh, health care again. Um, we you know we do have longer term goals to protect access and to expand it uh, as well. Was it difficult to find the providers to come back, the the doctors and the staff, or were were they kind of have they been on hold since the the suspension of services went into effect, and they were just ready to come back right away? So the team um, at uh, Planned Parenthood that provided abortion um, for the most part stayed intact. Um, and uh, added services at their health centers. Um, in Milwaukee, for example, uh, vasectomy services were added. Um, so the team was still in place. And then with regard to physicians, um, uh, very grateful that we have a number of independent physicians who are with us and who um, were very enthusiastic about um, about returning, understanding the, the devastating impact this is having on women um, and people across the gender spectrum who need abortion. I'd also just add that um, while our services here at PPWI were suspended, we did send um, physicians and nurses and other clinical staff to Planned Parenthood of Illinois at their Waukegan location to assist um, them in uh, increasing their capacities as they have seen uh, a large influx of patients from around the country um, in the wake of Dobbs. And if people want more information, they can always go to PlannedParenthood.org to uh, see not only the list of Planned Parenthood service centers, but the the ones in particular that will be uh, resuming abortion services on Monday. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I, I, would, I would add um, 
to more directly get to Wisconsin's website, um, they, people could go to www.ppwi.org. So both websites work. ppwi.org gets folks there faster. Perfect. All right. Well, Tanya Atkinson, the president and CEO of Planned Parenthood Wisconsin, and Michelle Velasquez, the director of advocacy and services for Planned Parenthood Wisconsin. Thank you for jumping on on this uh, this big news day and um, the story. I'm sure will continue to evolve as we go. Have a great day, ladies. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. We will be continuing to follow this story because uh, although this decision has been made. There is still a lawsuit challenging the state law, and that continues in county court and may even reach the Wisconsin Supreme Court. But certainly uh, breaking news as this issue is one of the biggest issues of concern and interest as the upcoming election comes along. Correct. Yeah, it's uh, you don't get uh, you don't find too many people who don't have an opinion one way or another. The uh, the the Supreme Court decision affected, well, every woman. There's no doubt about that, and it again brought up feelings on both sides. So it was it was it was good to hear from the ladies and have them explain that. And if that is what uh, a service that you need, you know where you can find it. You have the information. We'll be following this uh, developing story throughout the day.